Life from the Invisible Lane. Hi, and welcome to A&JPEI Treasures, E. Jean Simpson author blog post and podcast. I'm your host, Jean, coming to you from the beautiful province of Prince Edward Island, Canada. Oh, thank you. The blog post and podcast is an opinion piece and only reflects this author's opinion and not that of any other entity. The past few days, I've had the energy of a slug. I think today is as good of a day as any to discuss life with an invisible condition. If you want to find out more, then stay tuned. I'm one of those many people out there that you can't see what is wrong. It's called an invisible disability. I have more than one. However, this is one that almost ended my life. Crohn's disease. This is a list in an article that I give that gives a list of invisible disabilities and contains some information on Crohn's as well as other invisible disabilities. I don't imagine that that's a comprehensive list, but it's a pretty big list. I also had childhood asthma, which means weaker lungs, and I still have some allergies. Now, Crohn's is also one of those embarrassing ones you don't hear much about, except the old commercials for Crohn's and Colitis Foundation, which are pretty nonspecific, like only people who have it would wonder. It involves the digestive system and can take place between the mouth and the rectum. Mine was from entry to exit or stem to stern, as I put it in nautical terms, as it sounds less disgusting to others. I didn't get diagnosed until I was a bit older. At the time, I was very sick and was admitted to hospital. At first, we had thought it was a flu. I'm prone to getting sick easily and tend to stay sick longer. Anyways, I've got a link in my podcast write-up and in my blog post that gives you kind of a little bit of a rundown on, on the disease. What people don't understand about this type of disability is that when you have a flare, you feel so tired and so unmotivated. I luckily have some things I can do while that is going on, but often in the work world, you still have to continue to work. I like to hand sew and color when too fatigued to do other things. It does make it very hard to focus to write stuff. I become listless. I become cranky. I'm one of the ones who might be considered lucky with regard to the disability. I tend to have been able to mostly control it with diet. I'm not sure if that will stay lifelong, but it is working for now. Yay! Though sometimes when things are not going well for a few days, I'm forced to start with liquid diets, fruit juices, ginger ale, broths, etc. in order to give my digestive system a break to get back on track. Most of the time, I eat regularly what I term a semi-healthy diet with fruits, veggies, meats, poultries, and such. But a flare just literally sucks the energy out of me. I still maintain the exercise and walk, but it is like dragging oneself through mud. How long have I had this? The actual fact is I likely had it since childhood. Looking back, I did have some difficulties in childhood. However, sometimes it is a big attack that gets you diagnosed. So I managed to escape the big attack until I was older. This is not necessarily better or worse. I get joint pain and fatigue and run fevers when I'm having an attack. It makes it hard to plan things. I've been mostly lucky and tend not to have a great many attacks. Each one is frustrating as I'm less active than I usually like to be, more tired and less patient. I still have to get stuff done. Life doesn't stop just because you have a medical condition. 
just my life gets messed up. Well, that and lives of those around me when I'm not very functional. I think one thing that it has done is made me more determined, and I tend to work through the burn to put to use a saying I've heard. Of course, that only takes you so far. As Marianne Mobley is credited with saying, at the time I was diagnosed with Crohn's disease, my doctor told me that I had an incurable illness and they didn't know much about it. According to some sources, she was diagnosed in 1962, a year before I was born. There is more known about it now, though it is still incurable. Where colitis can be treated with medication, I was told that Crohn's tends to be less successful in such treatments, which is when I decided to try to deal with it through diet. I do have some medication, but it's only as need basis. For those who know little about Crohn's, it is not one of those everyday discussions because it deals with the colon and the elimination tract. It can be painful. It flares and my stomach swells. I get feelings of heartburn, fatigue, joint pain. I'm not sure if the fever makes me tired or I'm tired because I have a fever. It doesn't matter. It's there either way. Further things about Crohn's you don't see in the mainstream is the fact that often your body does not digest food properly. General practitioner doctors tell you that if you eat healthy, you don't need vitamins. However, the problem lies in the digestion of the food I do eat. No matter how healthy I eat, I tend to be low on vitamins. I also tend to get low on iron. So as part of my stuff, I need to take vitamins. My specialist told me which ones. I stick with that. There are some over-the-counter things my specialist forbade. For example, aspirin and derivatives are off the list. Tylenol was the only one that he would suggest and got upset when another doctor told me to try something else. The specialist was over the moon when I told him I didn't drink alcohol. You see, blood thinners are not so great a thing to do a lot of if you have this condition, and it could complicate things. You're also told that popcorn is not a good idea. Why? You say it's only popcorn. Popcorn has the sharp little things from popping kernels and with an unhealthy colon, not the best plan. I do miss popcorn. I can have it if I rip off just the white stuff, but that gets old fast. When I was diagnosed, I had it from throat to rectum. Yes, too much information, but it does give you a sense of just how difficult it can be. It is a problem that can affect any area between the two and all areas, as in my case, except for one. It's a serious case in that sense of things. However, the one thing that didn't seem to be affected was my ilium. Why, you say, does that matter? Well, for one thing, I can manage seeds. This is something a lot of people with Crohn's with the ilium affected cannot manage. And I just added a link to a Britannica article about the ilium in case anybody's interested about that. And it'll be in right up to my podcast and in my blog post. The link gives some information about the importance of this part of the digestive tract. When that is affected, seeds and things like that can cause a huge issue. So this means I can tolerate seeds on tomatoes, strawberries, and such without being in a lot of pain. I have heard of some people who literally cannot have strawberry seeds because their ilium is affected. It is a multifaceted illness and can affect one's life, work, and outlook. Treatments for my big flare consist of prednisone, which is a steroid. For those who have had to use it as a treatment, you know that it can give you mood swings, moon face, and other symptoms from it, but it will save your life if you're all that ill. Options are at a minimum. I've managed to keep it mostly under control since...
and haven't needed more treatments like that. I was easily annoyed, felt like a blimp, but be happy, at least you're still alive. The other symptoms go with this life-saving treatment can be restlessness and high energy and an appetite of two or three people. It takes a while for the effects of it to wear off. Then there is the regular endoscopies and colonoscopies to ensure bowel health. I won't go into details about these. There is an unpleasant preparation. If you're interested in details, I have a link in my podcast and in my blog post that gives a bit brief description of these. Robert M. Hansel has said, There is no greater disability in society than the inability to see a person as more. I think this is, in part, why I seldom speak about my medical conditions except to say that I'm having a hard time with it. I think that this makes it a good time to talk about it. I have had it so long that I really don't give it a big part of my life, or at least any more than I have to. It does affect what I do and how I do it sometimes, but for the most part, I manage to continue on with life more or less as normal. Now, I do tend to take some time to rest more than in the past. I'm not going to ever be one of your people that is involved in lots of after-work activities. I still have to get stuff done. I still have to do laundry or housework. I do a little less of it. I still take walks with my husband and Sam, our dog. I just find now that I take it easier at night when I'm in a flare-up. I sew or do quiet work. I don't get to my writing as much when I'm sick. For me, it's part of my life. It is a part of my life that I do not discuss widely, and maybe that is how many people feel, as there isn't a rush of people writing on it from their own viewpoint. It is a hereditary disease, and there is a possibility of family members being affected. People talk about shameful past things and shame about our bodies. This is a current thing and people still view it with shame or disgust because it's the crappy part of the body. I haven't decided if that is a pun that is intended or not. I agree with Helen Keller who said, A bend in the road is not the end of the road unless you fail to make the turn. Sometimes things happen in life. When I had my first big attack, I had just paid off my education, had just paid off my charter as a psychologist in Alberta. Then I had the big attack. I knew with the followed from that, I would never be able to go back to counseling. Something was different. There was some damage from the blood getting so low. I didn't function the way I used to or feel the way I used to. This might have been in part due to the prednisone. So I went through a whole change in career and mindset. My world had changed. It was my first big illness, but not my last. The one thing that came out of that was that I learned that you aren't always going to be able to go back to what you did. Your body might not let you take the stress or punishment it took when you were in your 20s or 30s or even 40s. You have to roll with the punches or do what you can do. Life isn't always a bowl full of cherries and you have to find a positive way to move forward. Thanks for listening to my podcast and or reading my blog post and thanks for your interest in ANJPEI Treasures. Our blog posts are available on WordPress and Goodreads. Podcasts are available on Anchor FM, iHeartRadio, Podchaser, and Amazon, and a variety of other places. All my ebooks can be found on Amazon and on Smashwords, and I have an affiliate link there. Keep watching for more ebooks and more formats. We're always working on something. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Bye for now. Mm-hmm.